and welcome to the Raw Conversations Exploring the Unspoken Realities podcast. I am your host, Mirna Rivera, so let's get to it. It is Wednesday again, and I am back. It went by so fast. I just got back from a trip to Puerto Rico with my hubby, and we were really busy, but we went from 80 degree weather to 40, maybe low 30s. And it just kind of keeps going up and down. It has been raining since we got here and it was raining in Puerto Rico too. Um, But today I want to start by thanking everyone for the support with the launch of the journal. Yet again, I am full of gratitude because when I do stuff like the launch of the journal, I often tell myself that I can re- if I can reach one person, that's enough for me. And you all exceeded that expectation. So thank you. So today I want to talk about what might sound like a hard truth, but could potentially get you to stop and think and maybe even give you a push some towards awareness around the topic. Um, different things happen when we hear truth. So um, it is my hope that when you hear this one, it sparks something within you that helps you move in a direction that you want for yourself. So here it is. No one is coming to save you. Yep, I know. I know it sounds harsh, but no one is coming to fix anything for you. Um, all you have in this scenario is you. For years, I, I kind of believe that someone that I love dearly was my medicine, my fixer. And that kind of left me not really empty handed because it, I will say it does help in certain occasions, but it could be the other way around. You can kind of learn to depend on you and then seek assistance or even help from a loved one. I, yeah, I was waiting. Some of the people that I've talked to wait for others. We look for external things. But I wasn't broken. As strongly, I think as strongly as I believe that I was broken. One, that wasn't true. And two, no one was coming. No one was coming to save me. There was no hero behind the screen. There was... No, um, there's no smoke screens there. No one was coming. There were, there, there was just me. For years, I waited for external things to work and I, I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. 
I don't want you to wait for years for someone to come save you. If you're wondering or thinking, what am I going to do now that she's delivered this hard truth to me? Don't worry. I have some suggestions for you. But first, let me start like this. First, I want you to know where those beliefs about someone coming could possibly be coming from. Um, it could be, it, they could have come from social conditioning. When we're taught things like find a partner that completes you as if you aren't whole already, <laughs> but I'm not saying that a partner doesn't have doesn't help us or that having a partner isn't helpful. Support is helpful, especially when we're on a journey towards healing or up-leveling our life. What I'm saying is that having a partner doesn't save us. What could happen when we have a partner based on the belief that someone is coming to save us, we look to them for things that we can find within ourselves. I say that because we are the experts in our lives. We've just outsourced the job, not knowing that when other people give us advice or tell us what to do and it doesn't work, we find ourselves like hitting our head against the wall because that may have been the thing that worked for them, but it's not the thing that works for us. Um, And I'll give you an example of when we look to our loved ones or other people, even friends for things. So an example is we look to them for understanding. How can a partner or a friend of ours understand you or me if you don't understand yourself? You don't know enough about yourself to where this justification of you looking to other people happens in your brain. We look for that justification and the justification is the thing that they told me last time worked. So I'm going to go back to them to look for more rather than becoming the expert at your own life. What has happened when you're doing that is because they know you so well that they give you answers based on past experiences and it feeds for you because that's exactly what the brain does. We also look for validation. How can a partner or friend or a loved one validate your current experience if you don't know how to? And we're often left with a sour taste in our mouth because we walk away saying, oh, great, thanks. But it doesn't feel good within us when we sit and think about that thing that they told us to do. So what happens as a result of it is you you look like as a result of knowing this truth. If you look to yourself for these things, things can look a little bit different. And it can look something like when you're having a conversation with someone, you can say something like, and I'm sorry, I'm, I was just drawing a little bit of a blank. Um, so what happens as a result of, instead of you looking to someone, you look to yourself, 
when you're having a conversation with someone and something pops up, let's say, for example, um, let's see what, what's a good example that I can use. So when you're having a conversation, instead of being upset and something happening where let's just say, let's just say it like this, a fight happens and you start fighting with the person rather than doing that, when you're very sure of what just happened in the conversation, you say something like when we're having a conversation and it's my turn to speak, you're talking over me and that feels invalidating to me. Um, I will remove myself from the conversation so that I can meet my own needs, compose myself or whatever it is that's coming up for you at the time. There's a difference in saying that I'm not feeling validated rather than explaining, being able to explain why you're not feeling validated. And I say this to show you what happens when you learn to look to yourself for answers and understanding. The belief can also come from family beliefs or something that you learned from friends while you were growing up. So I say that all in all, this can serve as a reminder to question some of the things that aren't giving you the results that you want in your life. Like you're not feeling whole. You're not feeling like you're feeling like something's missing. You've got things. And then you even go as far as saying things like, I have all these things. And I feel ungrateful because I still don't feel good. And it's fine and dandy. I don't think that you're ungrateful. I just think that there are areas in your life that you haven't looked at that are worth looking at so that you can start doing this work so that when you look at those things, you essentially you feel better. And the things that you have and this work that you're doing with yourself can help you towards being more grateful is what I'm saying. So, okay. So now I want to offer some suggestions as to how you can let the idea that no one is coming to save you and use that as a reminder, maybe to your, to your, I'd say to your advantage, I would say, um, I, yeah, first you can stop and think about where in your life you're unconsciously waiting for someone else to save you. And when I say save you, I mean, understand, validate, help you feel seen, help you feel heard, et cetera. Um, I also want to point out that a lot of the behavior and a lot of the things that we exhibit are unconscious up until the moment you stop. So when you hear me saying this is one of those moments where it becomes conscious. You hear me saying it and now you're curious about it. And you start bringing it to your conscious awareness. So when I say these things, it's not that I'm pointing a finger and saying, oh, you're doing that. No, it's a lot of it is unconscious behavior. And I talk about the autopilot. When we're on autopilot, we're just doing things the way we're used to doing them and not even stopping to question. And they could th those unconscious things could be coming from a belief that you haven't questioned or looked into because when you learned it, you were younger. Um, and I don't want to dive into that topic, but um, I will go on to the next one. So second, you can journal, you can write about it. And this is, <laughs> I just thought this a shameless plug, but you can start with the self-discovery journal that I created. And I talked about it on the, on last week's episode, 
So if you haven't listened to last week's episode and the importance of checking in with yourself, it kind of ties into this episode as well. The way that things have progressed within this podcast, it feels like one episode ties into the other. And I freaking love that about this. Um, so um, let me move on to the third thing. I believe that self-inquiry is our best friend. And I, at, at least I believe it has become my best friend because I look to me first. And if I don't know the answer, then I keep digging. Um, but have you ever stopped to ask yourself questions in a passive way when you're not upset or something has happened as a way to learn more about yourself? Probably not because I, I sure shit didn't. <laughs> but I bet that when... What I wanted to say, okay, I bet that when you, when you quote unquote mess up or hurt someone's feelings, um, that talk comes quick and more than likely it's not a passive chat. It's questioning all the ways you messed up and how you could have done better and blah, 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 blah. Cause that is the autopilot, the automatic. Um, and I have one more question, the truth, the truthness about what you're thinking. Wait, <laughs> did I even say that right? Hold up, hold up. Look at my brain giving you the questioning example on a live recording. Um, so let me try to say this in a different way. Question what your brain is offering. For example, sometimes your brain will offer up a response to a current situation that was from a past event and not for the current event. So you can only see this when you question the truthness of your current experience. So um, what I mean by that is that you see, like my brain does brain too, and it feels like it questioned itself. It stumbles. I'm human too. The only difference between then and now is that I used to make it a problem. So I would probably not even air the recording. I would try to fix it and make it look perfect and tie it with a pretty little bow and keep going. But the thing that I love about this podcast is that as much as it is helping you, it is helping me continue to grow within my healing journey. Um, so what I was saying was question what your brain is offering. And the example that I gave is that sometimes your brain will offer up some type of response to a current situation that doesn't belong to that situation. So if you don't stop and question the truthness of it, so it's like, is that true? How much of it is true? And it's, I, I will give a personal example because I thought that was super funny, even in the current event. So we were in Puerto Rico and we were leaving to the airport the next day and I locked the keys inside the car and we didn't notice until the next morning, which was the morning of driving to the airport. And we were like 45 minutes away from the airport. We're staying at this location, 45 minutes, which is a beautiful, by the way. And I locked, I did, I locked the keys inside the car and I didn't go into panic mode. 
I promise you my brain wanted to, but I had the ability at that time to not allow my brain to go into panic mode. And I was able to solve the situation, but my hubby asked me for the keys and we were ready to go. Everything was packed up and we're going in. Hubby said, or he asked, where are the keys? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, you were driving last night. Where are the keys? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And I was like, shit. So I was thinking, I thought to myself for a second, what is going to happen now? What, what if the keys, and then I was like, you know what? Hold up. He went downstairs to look at the car to see if the keys had dropped anyway. But the point that I wanted to make was as soon as he walked out the door, I realized that my brain wanted to say like, you gave him the keys. You gave him the keys last night. And I was like, no, I did not give him the keys. And my brain again was like, yeah, you gave him the keys. And that's why the keys are lost. In all seriousness though, I'm like, is that true? No, it's not true. And I was laughing about it. All in all to say that when you have the ability to have this inquiry with yourself, um, ask yourself the questions, look into what your brain is offering, your brain is going to brain. And I promise you that it is going to bullshit you more than not. I have caught my brain in some bullshit. And it was funny because I then told my husband about it and he was cracking up. We were both laughing and I was like, but I'm also proud of myself because even though it offered up some bullshit and some funny shit, I was able to solve the situation within 30 minutes. I called the police department. I called so many different places. And when I finally reached out to someone that was able to help, the person was there within five minutes, opened the car and we were gone. And I was able to call back the car rental company and say, Hey, the help that you sent that didn't get here, I don't need it anymore. So instead of freaking out, I solved my own issue. But I just say that to you because the brain's going to brain and hard truths are necessary at time. I believe that when we hear them, one of two things can happen. We may not be ready to do anything about that truth and come around later. Maybe not, but we become aware of it or we become of we become aware of where we can start to do some work towards up-leveling our lives and more so the relationship that we have with ourselves. That is all for today, my beautiful humans. Don't forget that you can interact with each episode. There are questions, sometimes polls, more questions so that you can do some self-inquiry and maybe not, if you don't want to answer it on there, you don't have to, but take the time to look at it. It does give you some insight to where your brain is taking you. You can find more of me on Instagram. The handle to my Instagram is going to be on the show notes. And you can also find the link to order the journal. The journal is a self-discovery journal and it ties to this episode as well. Um, if you don't know where to start, you can start there. And that's it. I will talk at you guys next week. Have a beautiful week, everybody. Bye.